Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you back to hour two of the Rush Hour Morning Show. On this Monday morning, we got a lot of wounded people. We are going to be your triage area for Florida State fans and any others with grievances from the land of sports this weekend. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you the number right now, 704-689-3820. 704-689-3820. You text me, you call me, we'll try to get you lined up, and then we'll go from there. A.W. Hamilton's going to be on at 820, so at about 817, we're going to cut off phone calls and messages. We'll get back to it on the next block, okay? This is going to be the hug for the soul of college football fans that feel disenfranchised from the recent football playoff. Let's go ahead and go to the phone. Caller, who are you, and what are you mad about? <laughs> Brian. Brandon Black here. I am ticked. Uh, okay. <laughs> he sounds hot. Let's, let's have it. Let's have it. First of all, I'm, I'm, uh, let me let me lay down the rules real quick, okay? Yeah. All right. Cuss like a sailor. Don't do not <laughs> do, do not do not curse, okay? Please get the button ready. <laughs> I, I got the button ready. But please do not curse. Brandon? No. Let us be the it. triage area for you the disgruntled Florida State fan today. Brian, this is more than Florida State. The conference, ACC, is screwed. Okay, what do we tell potential recruits and transfers now? You can go undefeated at Florida State, one of the most nationally recognized brands in the country, and you don't have a chance to play for a national championship? We're done. This year you don't. The conference is done. Okay. Now. Yeah, moving forward. Uh, There's been two times, Brian, since – the inception of the college football playoff 2014 and 2023 where one loss team has been ranked ahead of a, of a, a team of zero losses both times it's been florida state it's absurd I don't, you know boo corrigan the ad from nc state is supposed to chair a committee and have florida state's back no he ain't got nobody's back this is all a collusion with SEC and ESPN and the Big Ten 
for all their money to get their big boys in there. See that, They've already moved. T- tell him he's, They've already moved on. He's not wrong. He's telling the truth. Uh, okay. All right. It's all about the money. And again, Corky, I am in Brandon's corner here. I am. I Look, I said it when I started the show this morning. In no way, shape, or form am I going to come on here and say that Florida State did not deserve, regardless of their current quarterback situation or otherwise, that they did not deserve to get in. That's not coming out of my mouth, and it won't now, because Florida State got jobbed, period. End of story. Yeah. I, I, look, I, look I, am, I am sending out an audible hug your way. I am trying yeah. – I am trying to love and support you and other Seminole fans that are out there. I am with you. I hear you. Now, I will say this, and this is of no consolation to Florida State fans. Next year, at least there will be some measure of this decided on the field, at least in theory. Certainly with 12 teams in a playoff, we should get to some reasonable measure of consolation because let's bring it to where it should be. Oklahoma now beating Texas has more of a shot next year and being in the playoff than they would have ever had this year because Oklahoma was never in the conversation this year. And yet they still beat Texas and Texas, a one loss team out of the big 12 managed to get in. Brandon, let me ask you, let me ask you this with with your team's current quarterback situation. What do you think your chances are playing a Georgia team that's just as mad as you are. A Georgia team, I don't know. Georgia was always the best team in the country. Yeah. But Michigan, you know, if we go into the playoff as a number four seed and we're playing Michigan, and, you know, I've heard people on Twitter, oh, uh, nobody wants to watch Michigan beat a, a second-string Florida State team by 20. Michigan ain't scoring 20 on our defense. Did, did anybody watch the game the other night? Louisville came into that game averaging six, six and a half, seven yards a play. We held them to two and a half. Michigan is not. And Michigan, did you see Michigan scoring drives against Iowa the other day? Their touchdown drives, it covered a total of six yards on two touchdowns. Let, let me ask they you ain't moving, Brian, They ain't moving the football on us. Brian and I talked about this a few minutes ago. I, I, the point I made to him was, you know, three week. if this thing happened, if this weekend happened three weeks ago, you know, with three or four weeks to go in the regular season, Texas is, mm-hmm. Texas is not going to jump from seventh to third. Alabama's no. not going to jump from eighth to fourth. It's just like you, what you said. I, I mean, it, it's collusion at the top. They're putting in well, who they want to put more eyeballs. In. Yeah, to, to piggyback on what you just said, the committee, you know, they stand by, oh, you know, they're just not the same team without Jordan Travis. Obviously not. But if, if you think we're that bad, we don't deserve to get in, not good enough to get in our current state, fine. Okay, but why why are we now ranked fifth and Georgia's ranked sixth? You really think we're better than Georgia at this current state? No, stand by what you say. You know, I'd have more respect for it if they ranked us ninth. Like, you know, what are we doing? You really think that we're better than Georgia right now, but we're not better than Alabama? It's a joke. Brandon, point well made. I mean, you're 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 spot on as best I can see it. The reality is, it's it, it's a really unfortunate situation. It really is. Well, just like you said, Brian, yeah. I, I think Brandon, I think you made a great point about you know the ACC as far as being a, a football conference. I mean, they just shot them in the foot, didn't they? 
Like you say, you take the t- you kick them out. You, hey, you're undefeated, but you're not good enough. So who wants to come play yeah. in the ACC now? Well, they, I mean, they wonder why FSU wants to get rid of that conference. Okay. They've never done us any favors. All right. So that's the question that I was going to ask you, Brandon. Okay. Yeah, we can get out now. From, from get a, us out. From a fan's perspective, of what rationale is there for Florida State to stay in the ACC? I'm thinking <laughs> that they're going to be punching a ticket for the SEC the first opportunity they get. I mean, we've been trying for years. We messed up. 20, 20 some years ago, messed up big time. You know, we chose to to hitch our saddle to a loser, and this is what we get rewarded for. <laughs> hey, tell you know, us how you feel. But, I like it. But talking about ACC versus SEC, oh, ACC's been down. ACC went six and four against the SEC this year. Two of those wins were Florida State whipping up on SEC teams. One happened with a backup quarterback. Fair then enough. We go win a then we go win a conference championship against a top 15 school with a third-string quarterback. Don't doubt Florida State. That team could do anything. I've been doubting them all year, and they just come away, and all they do is win. Brandon Black. It's, it's absurd. Takes me off. Brandon Black speaking for Florida State fans everywhere. Brandon, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for jumping on the line. We're going to open it up for some other folks to try to get in before we get going. Brandon? I want, I, want you to, I want you to drive safely, take a deep yeah. breath, get some chamomile tea when you get to the office. We'll see yeah, you later you know on. It. All right. All right, man. Take it easy. That's great. I thought a lot of great points. 704-689-3820. If you want to chime in, let me hear from you. 704-689-3820. If you've got a text, we'll read the text. If you want to find me on Facebook Messenger, that's fine. Also, if you want to call in, that's cool. We can try to make this happen. We're going to have A.W. Hamilton on at 820. But I've got no problem at 840 coming right back on and talking more about this college football playoff because I'm telling you something. And I've heard from Florida State fans not named Brandon Black. They feel exactly the same way that Brandon Black feels. Okay, look at what he says, right? All right, committee, you say we're not a we're not a really good football team or we're not good enough to be in the top four with a backup quarterback, okay, or, we're, or with our current quarterback situation. If you want to say that, like Brandon said, the committee said, if the committee says that, then what, what he's saying makes sense. Rank them ninth then, eighth, ninth, tenth, or something like that. But don't, don't show them so much love that you keep them fifth and then you have them ranked better than ranked above Georgia, Ohio State. But you covered that in hour number one. Yeah, because Ricky Steamboat with a hobbled ankle is going to take on Nikita Koloff. Yeah, and Crusher Khrushchev's going to be right over there on the side when Tommy Young's not looking. And bam, the steel chair. Brian, why do you think they ranked them ahead of Georgia like that? So they could have that matchup, so Georgia could beat the brakes off a hobbled team, right? See, and, and improve, I haven't improved their point. And it's I all, haven't had a chance to talk to G yet. It's all a setup, dude. How does G feel if, about his Georgia Bulldogs? If the committee says the team's not good enough to get in with their current quarterback situation, let's say it's a valid argument, okay? If that's the case, rank them eighth, ninth, tenth, something like that. At least justify it by the ranking. They didn't. They plug them in fifth so they can put them up against the – a Georgia football team who's got still has something to prove, so Georgia can beat them by three touchdowns, and the committee can say, "See, we made the right choice." All right, what so, a bunch of hypocrites. Okay, all right. So let's throw this out there. Dude, this is rigged worse than WWE. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is. 
It's ridiculous. <laughs> Anybody that thinks it's not, it's insane. <laughs> That's what man. They set these college. They they set. Oh, these uh, poor old fan, dude. I mean, if you're a diehard whatever team fan, you're in trouble, dude, because you're just getting worked every week. Well, here's here's what Scott Neisler had to say about it. Okay, solution. Why is it taking so long to expand the playoff field? Do it now. Yeah, just say, say just do it now. Now, that, that would be the most pro wrestling move ever. Yeah. Can you imagine halfway through the WWE Raw and all of a sudden. The card the, changes. The, the card changes. We're going to a 12-team battle royal at the end of the show. Brian, you, you see all these old school vintage wrestling uh Posters hanging yes. up in the studio, right? The one caveat. Every one of them at the bottom has an asterisk. And what does it say? Card subject to change. In other words, stuff don't always work out like we want. So when it don't, we're going to come up with an excuse and a reason. Oh, this guy didn't make his flight. This guy, whatever. We can we can shoot an angle in the back, brother. Get the, get the cameras rolling. We're going to shoot an angle in the back, brother. We're going to move them up to the main event. Come on, man. It's the same thing. It's entertainment. They just... It's, it's no different than watching something on TV. It's, it's, it's like WWE. It's crazy. That's why I feel so bad for, like, don't you feel bad for Florida State fans? I do. Dude, you've been so invested in that team, you thought you finally had a shot, and then you don't make it? <laughs> what is? What was that? Uh, it was, I don't know. That was a lot. Um, was that a message? No. No. I'm... Some of those things you can't read on there. Well, and I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah. Well, plus I'd have to have, let's see. Did I move this from last week? No, no I didn't. You I, was, to... I was about to hit trombone. <laughs> That's what I was get wanting to hit. that button ready. Okay. Tell you what, before we go to break, I'm going to need for you to get off of Bluetooth because I'm going to hop on Bluetooth because right. I, um, I have a little something for everybody, okay? Something that I want to give to the – Sports community. Today. Listen, man, what did Haley learn last year about being a sports fan, being a Dodgers fan? She was staying up to two and o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> watching the Dodgers play, and they broke her heart. Welcome to the world of sports. This is how it is, man. What you got? I'm trying to rub it in now. No, I'm not rubbing it in. I'm offering support. I, we are a triage unit for disenfranchised Florida State fans throughout the Fruited Plain. That's horrible. I mean, look, this was probably about as close to the Montreal screw job as you could have gotten in college football. Do you think? Yeah. Do you see what Jordan Travis said? Yeah. That he wishes. Wish his leg would have broke earlier in the season so you can see this team as much more than the quarterback. Wow. And that's. And that, that's horrible, Eddie. And that's a noble statement. Yeah. What, you know, again, and, and there's, there's nothing that can be done about this. Yeah. What I would have liked to have seen is Jordan Travis out there. And, and see, that's. That's the thing that I find just awful. I mean, think about it. Players get injured. Teams have to contend with injuries, okay? We just basically had a group of individuals that say, we took a team, 
that lost one of its main players, but lost no games, and decided that they weren't good enough to join the party. That's what we did. We, we basically, a handful of guys in the room that are supposed to be football people, took an injury to a guy that's on a, an important part of a team at a very important position and decided they weren't, they weren't good enough to be in the party even though the team continued to win. Now, I, know, I know that it was North Alabama that they ended up beating the day that he got injured. I know that it was a down Florida team that was, was playing them when they beat them. I understand that Louisville, okay, Louisville ran into some issues. Kentucky beat them, probably shouldn't have beaten them. I was really glad that it happened. But Brandon Black raises a great point. The reality is they held Louisville to six points in a conference championship game. Yeah. Here's the other thing, Brian, as a coaching staff, you know how much work these guys put in. Right. I mean, we talk to these high school coaches all the time, and we know how much work they put in. Could you imagine the college guys? I mean, they never sleep. You know what I'm saying? I know. They put all this work in. They recruit these guys. They're using the portal and everything else to bring people in. You know what I'm saying? To build a program and have a chance to win a championship. And you do everything you're supposed to do, and that's not good enough? What is? I know. We come back on the other side of the break. A.W. Hamilton, the head coach of Eastern Kentucky University, will join us as we continue on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, 
let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Monday morning. So glad that you could join us here on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. Let's get right back to the phone line as we've got the head coach of Eastern Kentucky University, A.W. Hamilton. Coach, welcome to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you this morning? Man, I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate you guys having me on. Well, Coach, it's, it's fantastic having you on. Let's go ahead and get right into this. First of all, can't get much better in the world of college basketball when it comes to marketing than calling yourselves the most exciting 40 minutes in college basketball. Coach, I'd love for you to just describe what that means at Eastern Kentucky University with your program. So, when I, when, Brian, when I got the job here, I, I needed to get our fan base excited and energized. And, you know, I'm a Kentucky guy, and I'm going to be honest with you, uh, the Kentucky Derby is the most exciting two minutes in sports. So I was like, you know what? I, I got to steal that. And uh, we got to be the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Um, so I branded our, our program that uh, we want to play fast. We want to get up and down. We press for 40 minutes. Uh, we play an exciting brand of basketball. And, you know, and, and our fans have, have absolutely fallen in love with it. Last year was the first time in school history that we led the conference in attendance. Uh, we, we've led the conference in scoring every single year I've been here. Uh, but more importantly, we've led the, led the conference in steals per game, forced turnovers per game. So it, it's an exciting brand. Uh, you know, we get up and down. We play really fast, but we play pressure defense. And, you know, and, and not only do the fans love it, but kids want to play this style. They, they want to play in a system where they, you know, they, they can play fast and they can play free and they can play fearless. And, and that's what we do at Eastern Kentucky. And we've had, you know, the, the highest ranked recruiting class in school history. We've had the, the highest ranked recruit in school history. So uh, it, it's been an exciting five, six years here at Eastern Kentucky and, you know, building off our brand. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. A.W. Hamilton here with us this morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, folks, 
that may not necessarily know this about you, Coach. Not you know, you are a Georgetown, Kentucky native, just outside of Lexington. So obviously, you know the landscape of Eastern Kentucky and that I seventy five corridor quite well. However, you've got some time spent in the Carolinas and just north of Carolina, up in Virginia at Hargrave Military Academy. Kind of tell us the story of what got you into this part of the world and what ultimately got you to Hargrave Military Academy. You know, so I, w- I was very fortunate that as, as a player. You know, I played at Scott County High School for a legendary coach, Billy Hicks. And, you know, uh, when I was coming out of high school, you know, I didn't have a high enough ACT score. So I ended up having to go to a prep school. I went to Hargrave Military Academy. I played for uh, Kevin Keats and, you know, as my college career continued, um, I wanted to get into coaching, and I, I became an assistant coach for Kevin Keats at Hargrave. Um, then he moved on and took an assistant job at Louisville, and then here I was, like 31 years old. I became the head coach at Hargrave Military Academy. Couldn't believe it. You know, I, I was on top of the world. I felt like I was coaching the Boston Celtics, and, you know, I did that for six years, um, and then I was very fortunate. I got on Kevin Keats's staff at NC State, and I was there for nine months. And, you know, it, you know, basketball takes you on a different, a lot of different paths and a lot of different journeys. And, you know, I never would have believed in a million years I'd be the head basketball coach at Eastern Kentucky. And the job came open. I applied for it. And, you know, I, I got this job. My wife is from Northern Kentucky. My family still lives here in Central Kentucky. So, you know, I, I ended up at, at Richmond. Well, there you are. Coach, you know, you, you mentioned a name like Kevin Keats. Of course, Kevin Keats, the head coach at North Carolina State University. Obviously, having played some at Wake Forest before tra- transferring to Marshall, I would imagine that a lot of what we see out of the Marshall program today, along with Coach Kevin Keats, had a, had a lot of influence on how you coach basketball nowadays. Would love for you to dive into that some. You know, it, it really has, and you know, when I was growing up and as a kid and I was playing high school basketball, you know, Rick Pitino was the coach in Kentucky and, and they pressed and they shot threes and it was an exciting brand. And when I played at Scott County High School, we we pressed and, and we shot threes and we won a state championship. And then, you know, I go to Hargrave Military Academy. I play for Kevin Keats and, you know, he plays the, the same brand of basketball. And, um, you know, and then I, I was fortunate, guys, like – you know, I go to the Wake Forest. I play for Dave Odom. He leaves and takes a South Carolina job. Then Skip Prosser comes in. So I get to play for Skip Prosser. And then, you know, I remember Coach Prosser brings me in the office one day and, and says, hey, Doug, listen, you know, we got Chris Paul coming in. I don't, I, you know, you, you may want to transfer. And, and it, was the, it was the most genuine thing that a coach has ever told me. So I got the heck out of there and I went to Marshall. And I played for Greg White, and then I played for Ron Jersey. So I played for four different head coaches in college, and all of them had such a big impact in my life and molded me how I wanted to coach the game of basketball. But most importantly, how, how I want to build young men um, because it's so much bigger than the game. So the, the, all, all those coaches had such a big in, influence on me and how I coach and, um, and, and, you know, what I want to do for these guys that I'm coaching because, you know, it – it's such a it, – your career is so small and so it goes so fast. And, um, you know, I want to make sure they all have a great experience. And um, so I, I was very fortunate just, you know, at the time I kept, you know, uh, and my career was going on. I'm like, gosh, I'm playing for another coach. I'm playing – this guy's leaving. And, you know, it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. Well, 
A.W. Hamilton here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, obviously, the time that you spent at Wake Forest, obviously Wake Forest, part of Tobacco Road, one of the college basketball hubs in this country, but playing basketball, coaching basketball in the state of Kentucky has got to be something that's very much akin, if not maybe to your heart, even a more profound experience. Obviously, you guys, the Colonels, played Western Kentucky yesterday. You've got Northern Kentucky that makes a lot of noise every year. Darren Horn's club playing in the Horizon League. Obviously, you've got the Wildcats just up the road in Lexington. What's it like having played in the state of Kentucky and now coaching one of the major programs in the state of Kentucky? Well, this is such an incredible state. You know, we're, we're the only state that has one state champion in basketball. Um, so, you know, we call it the Sweet 16. So, you know, w- when they play the Sweet 16 and they're playing for the high school state championship, Rupp Arena sold out. Um, when, when I was a player, I remember we played in front of 24,000 people in Rupp Arena. Um, the, the fans and, and the people are so passionate about the game of basketball here. Um, and – you know, they would always say, you know, when Kentucky's playing, when you, when you fly over the state and you don't see any cars, um, and, and that's how it is with our fan base too. And like, you know, when, when we play, our arena's packed and, you know, people love it and they, they get into it and they're passionate about it. The high school games around here are always packed and the, the fans are so passionate. So it, it's just a special state because the how much people care about the game of basketball and, and they love the game of basketball. And the high school coaching in the state of Kentucky is phenomenal. Uh, if you watch a Kentucky high school uh, team play, the fundamentals are so strong. Um, so it, it's just a special place. Well, let's let's talk about your team a little bit. Had a chance last year to watch your team play in the Levine Center against Queen's University of Charlotte. Now, Queen's University of Charlotte was a Division II power for a long, long time before going into the ASUN EKU, one of the established brands in the ASUN now after spending such a long time in the Ohio Valley Conference. Coach, you've got a former Scott County guy, Michael Moreno, on your roster. And then we've got a guy, I don't know if you had a chance to catch this conversation, Coach, but we had Isaiah Cozart on the air last week. And we incorporated something with Isaiah called stash action, as this guy has one of the best stashes in college basketball and certainly (laughs) in the Atlantic Sun Conference. Tell us a little bit about your team and some of the pieces that really make this go, because I'm very intrigued by Michael Moreno. He's basically got a green light to shoot from anywhere on the forward side of half court. Yeah, listen, we got to... I love the stash. I mean, you got me laughing, but uh, I mean, listen, we got a special group of guys. We're, we're off to, you know, a little bit of a bumpy start, but we're, we're one of six teams in the country that didn't lose somebody to the transfer portal. Um, these kids love each other. Uh, they love Eastern Kentucky. They, they love Richmond, Kentucky. Um, you know, the transfer portal has changed the game and the landscape of college basketball. And, you know, we're fortunate. We're one of the teams that, um, everybody wanted to come back. You know, we're, we're coming off the most postseason wins in 78 years. It's the first time we've been in a national postseason championship game. We we're in the CBI championship. So, you know, we, we got a special group. Michael Marino, listen, he, he's had a Hall of Fame career. Um, you know, he's six made threes away from being the all-time leader at Eastern Kentucky and threes made. And, 
Isaiah Cozart, every time I turn around, I mean, he's breaking records. I mean, he's 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 broke the record at EKU, most blocks in the game, most blocks average in the season. Um, it, it's He's number one in the country in block shots right now. He had seven block shots last night at Western Kentucky. And, you know, we're, you know, we, we got a chance to have a really special season this year. You know, as the seasons go, you know, you always define how you handle adversity. And, we, you know, we've hit a little bit of a bump in the road. We have a seven-point lead at Western last night, and we feel like we let that one slip away. But, listen, I, I got – this is how much fun and how much I love my team. I love going to practice every day. I love being around the guys. They, they love to compete. They love to be coached. They hold themselves accountable. Um, they're a disciplined group. Um, they're phenomenal in the classroom. We literally have no distractions. You know, you know, we got such a group, uh, such a great group. Sometimes I just have to just find something to get mad at them about, so I can, <laughs> so I can just be mad. You know, <clears throat> but you know, I, I'm I'm really lucky and fortunate to have this group. Well, your club is going to be making their way to Greensboro to take on the Spartans, Mike Jones's UNCG club this Thursday, and then of course you're going to be taking on Bethany College. You're going to make the trip. This is going to be a tough trip for you, Coach. You guys are going to the Ragin' Cajuns of the University of Louisiana. And then on December the 17th, this this one I've got circled. Coach, I'm really trying to make the six-hour trek to watch this contest between Northern Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky. Coach, give me a little bit of a synopsis about what this part of the year means for this club as you start to work your way into conference play. But give me a little bit of an idea of what the meaning of this Northern Kentucky-Eastern Kentucky rivalry game has for that I-75 corridor. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, when, you, when you're going through your non-conference schedule, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to find a rhythm, you know, both, uh, both offensively and defensively. You know, we're, you know we, we, we're playing the challenging schedule. And everything you do is, you know, we're in a one-bid league. And, and you got to build yourself up and get yourself ready for conference play. And, you know, we're, uh, my teams have always played their best in January and February and March. So, um, you know, we're, we'll go through this journey in the non-conference. We play a challenging schedule. The UNCG, Mike Jones, wow, they're, they're, he's phenomenal. We, we, played, we played him last year. It was a great game. We won at home, and um, they're, they're off to a great start. They just beat Arkansas. Yep. So um, he's, he's got a great team. And, Look, the Northern Kentucky rivalry—it's it, one that we want to continue to play. It's—it's—it's it's, it's great for our university. It's great for their university. It's great for the state. Um, Darren does a phenomenal job. And look, every time we played, it's been an overtime. It's been a one-possession game, two-possession game. It's been a buzzer beater. So um, the games have been phenomenal. And listen, I, we really need to get you there. Look, if you come, I got you courtside seats. Let's have fun. You'll love this the atmosphere. It's an exciting game. The crowd is awesome. Uh, we really need to get you there. Well, Coach, I, I, I'm excited. I'm trying to work out my travel plans right now. That game is going to be Sunday, December 17th, 4 o'clock. Certainly, it's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. But there's something different about being at McBrayer Court and watching Eastern Kentucky University basketball, the most exciting 40 minutes in college basketball. Coach, I want to thank you for your time this morning. We're definitely going to have you back. We'd love to get you back as we get closer and closer to conference season in the Atlantic Sun so we can talk about all the Florida schools and then, of course, that matchup that you'll have coming up soon against the Queens University of Charlotte Royals. Coach, thank you so much for your time this morning.
Thank you so much for having me. All right. We come back on the other side of the break, folks. We'll continue to talk about the college football playoff on this Monday morning here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864 2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association.
Got me here multitasking. Do I? Yeah. Texting coaches. Uh, texting with listeners. Have we got listeners texting in? Yeah. That's several. fantastic. Yeah. Handling some business over here. Okay. I tell you what, it's a good thing I can multitask. Or I'd be out of a job. That's a great job skill to have. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it don't pay. But I like for it to pay. Or does it? With my multitasking. With the right opportunity. Well, I, I'm going to tell you, with the opportunity that uh, I'm in right now, no. No, I'm not getting paid for what I'm worth. <laughs> be quite honest. <laughs> I know my value. Turn that music back up a little bit. What? I want to make sure that people can hear you. Oh, can they not hear me? Uh, get a little louder. No, listen, the point I'm making is, hey, uh, what in the world's going on? I got, see, more people. I can't even get, I can't, can't even get to this because people texting about the show, wanting to get on the show. Listen, if I if I couldn't multitask like I do, and uh, if I were underpaid at my current job, I got a great idea. I could pick up the phone and call 704-864-2000, and that's for Jason Crisp. Yeah. Yeah, because Revels Contracting is hiring. All you have to do is go to RevelsContracting.com. The jobs are listed there. Brian, they're looking for site superintendents, electricians, drywall and ceiling installers, as well as medical imaging install technicians. They've been around since 1986, specializing in the healthcare imaging industry. Guess what else? They offer competitive pay, vacation, and holiday pay, as well as 401k and insurance. And if I work there right now, I'd probably take a sick day off like I would last week because I can't shake this thing. So not only, see what a better situation I could be in? I could be getting paid for what I'm worth, right? Know my value. And if something went sideways, hey, I got some insurance. Probably a $15 copay or something, you know? Could be. Take a sick day off. Probably got a couple more days left. Probably get five a year, something like that. Probably got donuts in the office just Probably because. coffee, yeah. You don't have to stop at Starbucks and spend that overpriced money. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do, hey, listen, if you're not happy in your current situation and uh, you'd like to, like to explore other opportunities, pick up the phone. Give Jason Crisp a call, 704-864-2000. Revels Contracting is hiring, or just go to revelscontracting.com and see all the information there. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. A little raspy today. A little bit, but that's all right. Trying to shake it. Wasn't Coach great? It I, took me a while. <clears throat> I, was gonna, I was gonna ask Coach this I was gonna ask him before we went off the air. I got sidetracked over here. You know, he looks the same. Coach Hamilton looks the same now at 43 than he did as he did when he was playing high school basketball. Don't he? Dude looks the same. Clean cut. Uh, uh, Clean as a whistle. Slick. I wonder if he can grow a stash. He ain't growing no hair on his head. I'll tell you that. Unless he goes to <laughs> hair club for men. <laughs> Sorry, Coach. Not a sponsor of the Rush Hour Morning Show. No. Hey, you see what I got going on over here? I've been growing mine out. Thinking, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm thinking about growing for, it back for the, out. For the winter time. Yeah. Thinking, I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not too sold on it, to be honest with you. I like the slick look myself. I like looking like Coach. Coach, good-looking guy. Got them kids fired up playing basketball. That's one of the things that, that I don't <laughs> like about being on the air on ESPN+. Plus. It's like certain, certain places you go, you can't help but see yourself in the TV. Uh-huh, okay. And, you, like, I've got this one patch back here that's growing that's, like, white as a sheet. Uh-huh. And I'm like... I really wish I could do something about this, but I'm not about to go five-minute gray on some one spot that I got. Friend of but the it's sh- pretty obvious. I was talking to a friend of the show yesterday, <clears throat> Richard, guy that made the Rush Hour T-shirts. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Richard said, 
He said, dude, I got to go get cleaned up today. I said, why? He said, I got a cul-de-sac growing on my head. <laughs> I never heard that before. He said, he got to get rid of his cul-de-sac back there. Yep. Yeah. Got to get, get cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah, that's happening too. Really, really grateful for A.W. Hamilton coming on the show. One of the really good guys in college basketball. Um, hey, hey, did you did you catch what he said? One of only how many teams did he say six teams that did not lose anybody right. to the transfer portal. Guys want to stay at his program, don't they? They do. That's a heck of a selling point, isn't it? No question. I mean, look, I I've got such an affinity for the state of Kentucky. I mean, I, I'm I'm telling you, if if someone said Brian, you've got to leave Gastonia. You've got to leave this part of the world. You can go anywhere you want, but you got to leave. Where would you go? And, I, and I'm telling you, wouldn't be too far away from Richmond, <clears throat> Kentucky. That place is pretty doggone special. That entire I-75 corridor all the way up into Cincinnati, which pretty excited. The Reds are starting to do some bullpen work, which yep. is good. Um, but that whole stretch, like all the way down as far as Berea, um, even London, um, I mean, you're getting down into the lower portions of the state in that regard, but like, even if you were in London, you're still basically about an hour away from Lexington, Kentucky. As far as I'm concerned, if someone decided, Hey, we're going to put you somewhere between Richmond and Lexington. How are you going to feel about that? Brian, I'd be pretty good about that. I really would. It would, it'd be all right. That's right down your alley. That's it? right down my alley. No question. But a good conversation. Of course, we're going to be talking. Golly, the show's almost over. It's almost over. We're going to be talking more about A-Sun basketball as we continue on because tomorrow, guess who's going to be here? Who's that? Grant Leonard. Okay. Grant Leonard will be here from 8 to 9, the entire second hour in the studio. Then we've got A.J. McKee that's going to be joining us by phone at 840. Okay. Still trying to work on getting – Mark Prosser on for this week. What I wanted to do was get Mark Prosser on today, couldn't pull that off, and get Grant Leonard on tomorrow. Those two teams play each other tomorrow in the Winthrop Coliseum. Coach is going to get, get, get Coach a, a Swede in here, don't we? He's, ta- he's taking Coach Anderson's well, spot from the Abbey. It's a crying shame that Arby's doesn't open any earlier than yeah, they I do. Heard you t- I heard you two talking about we that last week. What's the deal with the Arby's? Oh, man, are you kidding me? Were you a curly fry kind of guy? No. Oh, no. You don't eat those? That's the best part about Arby's? No, it's not. That's a that's balderdash. Nuh-uh. You don't like the curly fries? No, sir. Crinkle all the way. Really? Crinkle fries all the way. Crinkle all the way. you doggone right. Oh, what fun it is to ride. Chris Crinkle. That's right. Is that you? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> roast beef sandwiches. I'm, I'm telling you. Just regular roast beef. You don't put, you put that cheddar cheese on I'm it? I'm okay with the Beef and cheddar's fine, too. Okay. But it's the sauce. Oh, yeah. It's always the sauce. I you, could you, freebase that stuff. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Yes. You going to cook it down? That stuff. That stuff is so <laughs> good. You, you cook it down a snort it or something? <laughs> that stuff. Then you go free back. That stuff good is grief. That stuff is so good. <laughs> I mean, look, if if, if there was do, a do way get, that I could get it in jars. What about the horsey sauce? Oh no. You don't like that? No, no. Sean Stamey played a trick on me growing up. He told me that he made me a sandwich and he had mayonnaise on it. 
It was horsey sauce. Oh, it, was it? It bit back. You didn't like it? It bit back. Did it you ever, really did. Did you ever eat at the old ranch house, that uh, horseradish they had? Mm-mm. Or, or you, you never ate that stuff? Nope. Man, that was good. That was real good. It was, uh, I, they, they made it fresh. You know, you, you can buy it now, but. Um, yeah, I'm not a good. horsey sauce kind of guy. That's, I love it. it that's clean. a little bit. I, I could probably use a, a spoonful about it right now. Open me up. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pass on that. But the Arby sauce, that stuff is money. I'm, I'm all over it. One, hey. day, one day Grant Leonard and I are going to actually go and have lunch at an Arby's, and it's, it's, it's going to be so good. Hey, speaking of Coach Anderson, it's about time. I mean, dude, it's another month. We have him in the studio. It's baseball season. No question. You know what I'm I mean, saying? It's it really not that far away. No, it's a couple weeks away. Maybe a little more than that. Okay, six weeks. Some, somewhat hyperbolic. Yeah, January. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out the Dude, college this, this, football this, playoff. This, no, that, that that ain't figuring itself out. So, that, okay, what would happen? And and is are, are we are we watching the committee that put this together? Are they basically trying to set up a Texas Bama matchup? I, I don't. I don't know that you could. You could make a good argument for that, couldn't you? Well, I mean, so, and, and here's why I would say this. Obviously, if there, I, I'm going to speculate here. If there was an agenda to get Alabama into the playoff, why? What is it? Eyeballs, dude. More people watching, more people watching TV can sell more sponsorships, sell more ads. That's okay. what it's about. Okay, I, I get that part. Well, that's, there's nothing else to get. But, but how many more eyeballs would watch Bama as opposed to Georgia? Okay, you tell me. Which program has the most storied history? I, okay, that, that's a that's a good question. Okay, so I then, dare, hey, I tell you, who does know the answers to that? The committee and ESPN, they know the answers to that. Why do you think they put who they wanted in there? Come on, man, this ain't something they just figured out overnight. But I, but I understand Texas. I mean, Texas, I mean, it's, it's like a country unto itself. I understand that. Like, there's, there's almost infinite amount of money when it comes to Texas. I get it. But it seems like that this thing has been shaped for a Texas-Bama matchup, which is... I mean, next year, it's going to become academic. I mean, they're going to be really comfy with each other. And if they wanted to, they could schedule each other every year virtually. Yeah, they could, for sure. Brian, listen, <clears throat> this stuff don't happen overnight. They just don't. They, they've done the research. They, you don't think they know who – listen, if Colorado won more football games – you know, and, and all the eyeballs they've got on them, you don't think they would have slid them in there somehow or another? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna put they're gonna put people in there who get the most eyeballs. I mean, you don't put you just don't put a TV show out and hope somebody watches it. If you're smart, you got money, you do the research and you know what your audience is, and you know who you know what team generates the most money. You know what 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 program has the most you know the biggest fan base. You know what program spends the most money. And guess what you do? You figure out a way to get them on your program. You figure out a way to put them on your show. Yeah. 
so you can jack up the jack up the advertising money. That's what the whole thing's about. They don't care who wins the national championship. They they care who they they care who 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 the majority of the people are going to watch on a Monday night. That's all they're concerned with. You don't agree? I didn't say I don't agree. It's all about that. They don't care. I'm they, just I'm just really into. That's no secret. I get it. But, I mean, where does – okay, so where does that put a place like Michigan? And I'm sure Michael Penix and the guys in Washington, they're going to want to have a say in this. And, you know, I mean, we've seen this before. What happens when the powers that be don't necessarily get the end result they were looking for? I mean – how excited – I mean, let's let's go back to that one versus two scenario. How excited are you about the possibility of Michigan playing Washington for the national championship? Not at all. Okay. Who, nobody, I don't care about that. Is there any matchup that's going to make you sit down and watch this? Yeah. Which matchup would – which You've matchup would gather it. your attention? Texas, Texas Alabama. and Alabama. Yeah. Is there any other matchup? Out of those four teams? No, no, no. Period. Like if 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 this if we were talking before the playoff was determined, would the would there have been any other matchups that would have intrigued you to the point to where you would have taken time out of your life to watch? It's a shame that you can't watch Georgia Alabama for the national championship, isn't it? Isn't that a shame? How's that ever gonna happen? Ain't gonna happen. Well, Maybe it, next it year. Maybe next year. I think it could. Yeah. Maybe next year. It could absolutely happen. But Brian, beginning they, next year. they'll do the same thing next year. They'll seed those teams based on based on pairings and eyeballs. Yeah. Okay. But the beautiful Brian, thing. Brian, let me ask you this. What was good for what was good for college basketball last year, opening week? You know what was good for college basketball? Make the Tar Heels number one when the season started. Wasn't that good? Now, turn come to find out, it didn't work out that way, did it? They didn't, they didn't play in the NIT. <laughs> but it's good for college basketball. And it's good for Duke to be in the top five every year, you know? It's good for Kentucky to be there every year. Same thing right here. It's good, it's good for college football to have Texas and Alabama and those teams. And, yeah, you slide a Big Ten team in like that. You got to. It's what they want. It's what generates the money. Well, I, I tell you who they ain't putting back in there again, a team like TCU. They're not going to put Florida State in there with a, with a busted-up quarterback. That ain't happening. Can't make no money off of it. Don't. It's a shame. It don't matter for how – For better or for worse. Yeah. Don't matter how good the football team is or is not. Man, hopefully I can shake this today. Tomorrow, Ugh. Grant Leonard's in for hour two. Tomorrow, A.J. McKee will be on talking about the Queens Royals as they take on the Winthrop Eagles tomorrow down in Rock Hill. We thank you so much for tuning in on this Monday morning. We'll see you next time. Glenn Beck at 9 a.m., 12 noon today, Matt McKillop Show here on AM 14, 101.1 FM, WGNC. We thank you for checking us out. We'll see you next time. God bless, everybody. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. 
on the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.